0: Welcome back to Nothing Even Matters with Colby and Ken. Hey. Kenall. how are you doing?
1: You know, I'm doing great. That's I good. usually say like I've seen better days, but we just got back days. from
0: spring break. We so did. Not yeah. much to complain about.
1: No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I do have a question of the day. How are you doing? I'm going to ask you. Gosh, rude. <laughs> I'm great. I'm, I'm
0: really great. <laughs>
1: You're good? You I woke good. up
0: today, so it's a good day. Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah. It's a little cold in Chapel Hill it right is. now. freezing. And it was 70 before we left for a spring break. Yeah. And spring break had terrible weather. Yeah. But you know, God is good. Anyways, what's I have a question of the day for you. Okay. Get it started. This one's been trending all over Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. It's like really trending. Oh no. And people are disappointing with their answers. Would you rather have five billion dollars or five minutes with Jesus?
0: Five minutes. What what do you mean? Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean like obviously five minutes with Jesus, but like
1: Face to face, sitting down on a table okay. with Jesus for five minutes. Yeah everyone's been saying five million dollars like oh you know what i'm a christian i talk to him anyways or i'll see him anyways in the future but i'm like y'all are playing yourselves you need to tell me
0: you can here's the thing though five minutes with jesus and then you could go on to make five billion dollars
1: oh yeah so casually (laughs) it's a slight five billion dollar thing but my thing is like you need to tell me i'm gonna sit down my homie jc like we're sitting down getting coffee Mm -hmm. or whatever you know he drinks (laughs) You mean to tell me that I can't ask him for a billion dollars or five billion. He's not going to give it. Like, asking you shall foresee, seeking you shall find. I'm like, y'all, think bigger. Sit down with this man. Ask him what his plan is, his will is. And then ask him for a bag while you're there.
0: Okay, but also, do we really need five billion dollars? Like...
1: Billion? No. Million? I mean, hey... (laughs) Million, I'll take.
0: Who am I to judge?
1: That's a, like million, you know. In this economy, that's pocket change, <laughs> that's, right. that's jump change. So no, yeah, I would take a five. Mil- no, I would take five minutes with Jesus. Yeah, but people are selling themselves short. Like you know, like I'll see him. Okay, all right. When you get to the pearly gates I mean, and he I'll says take, he doesn't know you, I'll take anything. You'll take either. No, I'll take anything. No, yeah, it like could be any, five seconds. Can, yeah, I can just dap him up and we go on our merry little way. It can mm-hmm. be the same old, same old quiet time. But if you are offered time with Jesus like face to face yeah you say no please he'll say no when you get to the gates it's okay anyways that's my little question of the day. it's been trending and everyone's been like just the money and I was like wow society mm-hmm. but that I guess trending also I saw a post and it kind of triggered like triggered like a terrible word but like it kind of like catapulted a series of thinking of me learning to trust God's timing mm-hmm. which is something I've been learning lately And then I was like, hmm, that'd be a good podcast episode to just talk through it. It's not that I'm lecturing or teaching. It was really just me. You're sharing your thoughts. Sharing my thoughts. And I wish that people could, like, give feedback. This is good because we're together. So you can give feedback. But I wish it was, like, live stream. People are like, no, you're wrong. You know what I mean? But anyways. So uh, welcome back to Nothing Even Matters. I'm just going to go into a little spiel of kind of what I've been learning lately and just um, how I feel about God's timing or what I've learned from the word. Um, And the first step is kind of just, like, when you're trusting God's timing because I know me personally it's like you can get so impatient or i can get so impatient with just like i know that he's going to deliver but it's like when like ah i would have been great 2 weeks ago this whole thing and i think it comes back to like it's not even that i don't i'm impatient it's that i just don't really trust his promises and i feel like if you trust God's promises and you really know the word you'll never doubt that he'll deliver on his word and i saw this um in genesis 35 let me pull it up because we my mom is like the women's ministry leader at my church back home mm-hmm. shout out first african baptist church in goldsboro anyways and so yesterday i actually had to teach on chapter 35 in genesis and it's jacob he returns to bethel which is like the house of god the dwelling place and he is named israel and there's so many like nuggets of promise in here um and just like good moments of truth but when he's naming jacob as israel and telling him he's gonna be a mighty nation that promise right there, like, he's establishing himself, and it's not a new promise. He's already, mm-hmm. He told Abraham this. He told Isaac this. He told Eve this in the garden. Right after she sinned, he was like, but from you, like, my descendants will come. So literally, like, in all of Jacob's weakness, he literally just, I mean, he had foreign gods in his home, all these different things. God still is true to his promise, and he's faithful. So I was like, oh, my goodness. If you're learning to trust God's timing because Abraham struggled with it, Isaac struggled with it, Jacob looks like he's struggling with it, not trusting God to, like, help him with Esau. If you learn to trust God's will and his promise, um, then it like helps you to understand like his timing. He's never late. It's mm-hmm. part of his promise. And then I got into the second part. Continuing on. So God establishes, you know, God promises Jacob all these things. He tells him to go up and build an altar to me. And Jacob has to go home and throw away his gods, his little idols. I was like, Jacob, like you've talked to God face to face for how many years? Like you're like 80 years old. You keep talking to him and you, have to, you still have other gods. And then I thought about it. God promise to Jacob was contingent upon Jacob's obedience same with Abraham all these different things and of course God blesses us whether we obey him or not because he's like grace he's like a God of grace but there are things that we can do as Christians to prepare ourselves for God to be able to move because it's like you can ask God for this husband this car this job are you giving wife I think every, I always say this but are <laughs> you giving wife because like God can only give you a man so much a husband but are, are you giving wife are you the qualities that a husband would even want to find or the same thing for a job. Like, you can ask God for these blessings of a job, and he will bless you, but are you prepared? Do you have the qualifications? Like, yeah. did you pay attention to that class that was necessary to learn the stuff for the job? Yeah.
0: I saw a post someone shared the other day, and it said, you're praying for the A, but you studied for the C. That's
1: what, <laughs> Literally, that's, like, so true. And that's why I was like, oh, my goodness, Jacob, like, in order for the nation to be established upon him, he needed to go home and cleanse himself and say, you know what, all right, like, let's just cut out the— Let's cut the weeds. Let's get, so, let's get ourselves like prepped up. And Jacob also set the standard for his house. Does he, Jacob might not have worshiped the gods, but he allowed his wife, Rachel, to have her foreign gods from her her father's family. His kids have these foreign gods. He let anything under his control slide. And then his life was falling apart. You wrestling mm-hmm. with God, you got your hip broke. Mm-hmm. Like what, bro? Like, king, pick up your crown. You have literally just like slipped and fell. Like what? So getting back to this, I was just like, okay, God told Jacob to learn his promises and to trust it and understand it. And then he had to go refine himself. And Caitlin was talking about this, like the refining stage. And I was like, mm, Caitlin just mentioned that. That's so true because you really also plug if you haven't listened to that episode. Go yeah. back to last week. She ate. Um, but you have to go and really look at yourself. God, shape me to what you want me to be. So I'm ready when you come. The My biggest, well, not my biggest fear. I'm saved in Jesus name. Thank you, Jesus. But a big fear I have for people is like, we won't be ready when he comes. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's tomorrow or whether it's 100 million years from now. It could be any time in there. But you have to be ready when he comes. Do you want God to pull up on you when you're getting drunk? No shade. But like, do you really want God to come back or like to see you when you're doing something that's not like, yeah, you're not ready. You're not ready. And so Jacob had to be ready. God can't build the nation of Israel on a man that is out here worshiping other gods. Mm. You know? Yeah. And then the last thing I saw was that Jacob had to understand there is no timing, but God's timing, period. So it's like we can always say, oh, you know, like I'm trying to trust God's timing. That's timing, period. Like who invented time? You know, like, who set the sun in the sky and calls, like, who literally said, this is day, this is night? That's God. This is all God's timing. So for us to think there's any timing outside of him is already, like, not logical. It's illogical. It's completely abstract from what the truth is. And so as we're learning to accept that his timing is the only timing, it teaches us that anything we obtain outside the will of God, we have to stay outside the will of God to keep. And... It's one of those truths that's like, ah, okay. so like I could get a great job or I could get this husband or I could get whatever outside of God's will. It's not impossible. It's free will. You know, Jacob had his wife, Leah, definitely wasn't the plan. Abraham had Hagar, whoever. That wasn't the plan. But he had they had to stay outside of God's will to keep it. Abraham had to fight with the whole Hagar, Ishmael, Isaac thing for years before he finally said, "Okay, God, your will. So then it's like, yeah, I can learn to trust my own timing and I can go learn to trust my own will or whatever it is. I have to stay outside of God's will for the rest of my life to keep whatever I find in my own timing or Mm -hmm. my own will. And that's, I don't want that.
0: Yeah. I was having a conversation with someone a week or two ago about what is God's will for my life? Like, how do I know Mm -hmm. if I'm in God's will for my life? And I think that does cause a lot of confusion for Christians if I have to know exactly what I need to do. And that's just not the reality. Like, we're not going to know exactly what God has for us in our life, but and if you're struggling to be like, well, what do I do next? Like, I don't know what I need to be doing to do everything right. And I was just saying to her, like, do the next right thing in faith with excellence for Christ. Mm-hmm. And, like, that just removes so much, like, confusion mm-hmm. and anxiety surrounding your next steps when you just need to focus on the day ahead of you and the things That's you have a to
1: word. do that day. You ate that, Colby. That's a good advice. Well, because
0: I I'm coming out of it, but I used to struggle with laziness a lot. Um, and I don't know if anybody else has, but you just like get stuck in this. I know what I need to be doing, but I cannot bring myself to do it. And so I had to just start like picking up the clothes off my floor, like doing that, and then like going downstairs and doing the dishes, and then cleaning my sink, cleaning my room, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I kind of brought that into the other aspect of my life, of, like going to school and um, keeping up with commitments and doing new things, trying new things. So yeah,
1: I love that. That's such a, I like that. And it's like, I was talking to maybe the same friend. I don't even know about like life in general. And then we were talking. I was like, well, you know, God's promises. You know, his truth. He's blessed you where you spend every day with him. You talk to him. You like, he has given you the gift of discernment. Maybe there's just the choice is the right choice. Just yeah. take a choice. He like, gives
0: you the yeah. freedom to make the choice.
1: Right? Like, I, I just refuse to believe like unless it's like a I mean it's a red flag you right. know it's not of him but I'm just like I refuse to believe that he's not going to keep you anything that yeah. he's like he's going to provide for you because he's giving you opportunity so it's like does he I don't want to say does he really care but like take your pick at this point he's going to keep you he's going to bless you and if it's not the right choice for you move on like keep it pushing like you mm-hmm. say like, okay god I realize and keep it pushing but I feel like sometimes we can get like almost confusing our own selves, like, which one is, like, the one from God? And, like, God could be – I mean, look, God's blessing you with multiple options. He's like, wow, you deserve choices. Like, pick one. Yeah. Now, how to know if it's not of God, nothing you should choose whatever contradicts contradict his word. Yeah. 100%. But if it's coming down to New York or L.A., I mean, they're both terrible, yeah. so pick one. Like, yeah. not terrible, but you know what I mean. But I just really, really have loved learning more about just his timing. And there's no such thing outside of it. And – It helps me a lot, like you said, with our will over our lives or what's our purpose and our plan. like, do you think that Joseph, when he got – was it Joseph? Yeah, when he got, like, shoved down into the bottom of the pit, you think he really was thinking, what's God's plan for my life right now? Like, that he knew the next step. He might Mm -hmm. have thought, what's God's plan? But do you really think when Daniel's in the lion's den, he's like, what's the next step? No, Mm -hmm. you go by the – day, like you said, take it day by day. Yeah. He's going to provide. You know, he'll order your steps. And if you ask God to order your steps, that is the next step. Mm -hmm. Like – when you don't know the answer, the answer is Jesus, always. Yeah, So complete faith. Complete faith. Complete faith and trusting him. And it's hard. It's hard uh, in 2020, what year is it, three? <laughs> Everyone's always like, what do you want to do for your living? What do you want to do? And you think you know. Yeah. And then until something else opens up, you only know what you know. <laughs> yeah. And you find something new, you're like, oh, that'd be cool to do, or I don't like this, or whatever it is, and it's never ending. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my little rant. I know that was probably Aww. really fast because I talk too fast. Oh, but. I yeah. <laughs> Any takeaways? Anything? I don't know what time we're at, but...
0: We're at, like, 10 minutes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Sorry, y'all. No, I That's like literally that. just my little life spiel right now. So I've been learning.
0: Yeah, Kendall's like, do you have anything you've been learning? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's Monday morning. I, I'm not sure, but... Yeah,
1: it is Monday morning. Sorry.
0: It's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's kind of... And if you're interested in learning more, I feel like Genesis is a great book of the yeah. beginnings of god's promises
0: i really i was reading genesis the other day and i just couldn't stop reading genesis like one and two before the fall because i was like it's just so pure like mm-hmm. it's so different from all the other parts of the bible because it's you know what i'm saying i like, <laughs> i've been hijacked <laughs> i was just like i want to read this forever because it's so nice it
1: such a good and you know what i'm probably i think every time i tell you something you've already heard it a million times from me but i can't remember who i tell what But I saw, it's always a video, you know, I'm a (laughs) video learner. I saw a video and it was like in the beginning, you know, God created the heavens and the earth and he said, let there be light. And there was light. He did not create the sun yet at Mm -hmm. all. So him like saying, let there be light. He didn't say, I'm going to create light. He didn't say God created light. He said, let there be light. He just revealed himself upon the face of the earth. God was like, here I am. Like that to me is just like, whoa, okay. Mm -hmm. You are the light. Like that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's metaphorical, like. You know, I'm the light of the world, but it's also like real. It's, t- he literally yeah. is a light. There's no sun in heaven because we have the sun, the sun, the sun, ah! like mind blown, S-U-N, <laughs> S-U-N, like it's just so, it's just crazy to me how, it's not crazy, it's really incredible, but like my little human peewee sized brain will never be able to fully understand how God just like speaks something in Genesis 1, could be forever from mm-hmm. now, I mean forever ago. And it applies to today, it mm-hmm. applied to Jesus when he was saying, like Jesus he knew the word, anyways, but because he was the word. But Jesus was saying these things to people and they had no clue in the world mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm literally the light. Like, like when I created the world, I was like, here I am. And God saw the light was good, please. Like it's just it's just crazy to me that Genesis is just a great book. Check out Genesis. Mm-hmm. Like takes forever to go through because we're doing I love it. Genesis though. It's so good. But okay, this is like once a week we meet on Zoom. So this is week thirty five of Genesis. So like we have been going Who through are it for you forever. Meaning- this is my church back at uh, home. I
0: was like, we're not meeting on <laughs>
1: <laughs> So it takes forever to go through, but it's such a good book and mm-hmm. you will never be let down. I mean, every book is good, but yeah. Anyway, that's all I've been learning right now. I know I just want like a long little spiel rant, mm-hmm. all that, but what about you? What have you been up to?
0: I've really been thinking a lot about how much I think about myself and worry about what I'm doing in life and not enough about what I can be doing for other people. Mm. And I realized that I was, like, having anxiety about some things, um, just like, oh, what am I doing? Like, why am I not prospering in this way or whatever? And then I was, like, I'm thinking about myself all the time, and what am I doing to, like, serve others? And it really convicted me um, of how I'm spending my time, how I'm investing in other people. So that was – it was like a wake-up call kind Mm. of to, like, get out of my own way and stop caring about my – what other people think about me or their
1: perception Mm. of me
0: and just do – what I know I've been called to do is to love and serve others.
1: Wow, that's deep. Yeah, it is kind of deep. <laughs> how did you just realize? Like,
0: I mean, it was kind of a gradual thing. You know mm-hmm. how you're like struggling with something for a couple weeks and you're just like, oh, there's an answer to that question. Um, yeah, yeah. It was more gradual mm-hmm. over time.
1: I saw – I hate that. I always saw a video. Y'all, I just – my you're social media is a content
0: is, consumer. I'm a
1: content consumer, but it makes – I mean, I'm an ad PR major, so it's like you're constantly studying – yeah social media anyways but i saw a video and a woman was talking about like comparison of what other people are doing Mm -hmm. and not exactly saying what you just said but she was like god has you where you are right now because that's where you can bring the most glory to him Mm -hmm. so everyone's always like oh like i wish i had a i always go single because i feel like it's like every christian's conversation but like singleness or if it's a job or if it's a ministry people always think about even comparing ministries if you were to bring more glory to god because being married or being in this ministry or being in this job, he would have you there because everything that you were doing, Romans 8, 28, is working together for your good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So it's like you can, it's too, like, two like two big parts. Everyone like loves like everything's working for my good. It's going to be for your benefit, but it's also according to his purpose. He has you where you can benefit the most, where you can learn the most, where you can grow the most. The moment that you get, okay, she can bring more glory to God and Mary He's sitting in your spouse, but mm-hmm. it's not before them because he has you where you're going to, one, it's for your benefit and two, it's according to his purpose. So that's a and really it's good so, lesson.
0: It's so easy to be like, don't compare yourself. And I feel like I do that all the time of like telling other people or telling myself that I'm not comparing myself, but then I realize that I am. And mm-hmm. it's just such a waste of time because there's no one on the earth that is exactly like me and has the exact like passions and abilities that I do mm-hmm. and that's such a gift and such a blessing and I should be taking advantage of that and not like oh I can't do this and they can do that I wish I could do that you mm-hmm. know
1: do you ever compare yourself to yourself in a sense
0: yeah like my past self or like my idealized yeah, the aversion, what I yeah.
1: Be. that's what I struggle with I compare myself to the version of myself I want to be more than yeah. who like I actually am I was like okay well go do it <laughs> and go mm-hmm. be that person or then leave it alone but I can't get over it yeah
0: there was a verse that I was thinking of and now I can't remember I think it's in psalms but it's like um yeah now I can't think of it but it's like you're doing it for his namesake like I'm not doing anything for my glory I'm doing it for his glory and that again removes a lot of anxiety and just like a wall of not doing something is mm-hmm. i'm not doing it for me like it doesn't matter what i look like if i look silly or dumb i probably don't look dumb but it's just you me. never do look dumb. right yeah so it's just remembering who you're living for and
1: why you're doing what you're doing mm. that's a good like reminder to take in your every day yeah and then that helps you to do more or like if i thought about not people not looking at me but instead christ magnified in me then i yeah. would Tell, tell people about the gospel. I would talk to people more about Christ, and I would be more unashamed. I would, mm. you know, do like I would do a thousand percent more than I'm doing now. But like you said, fear can hold you back. Where yeah. sometimes even podcasting is like uh intimidating. Yeah, my little social media Bible verses on my story. I'm like, like, yeah. why does that like? Because Satan will just have you thinking that everyone thinks you're stupid, mm-hmm. and ev- everyone thinks they're stupid, like their yeah. own selves. Everyone's so self so conscious. So why would someone be? No one has time to focus on you because they're self conscious about themselves. Mm-hmm so
0: isn't it so funny how fear and pride go together so well so like much. you think they wouldn't be the same because they seem so opposite but it's like you're prideful so you're fearful because mm. you're like what are they thinking about me
1: you know that's so true dang anxiety's pride yeah that's a word anxiety takes root when you take your focus off the cross yeah so wow
0: That was that was
1: deep. (laughs) I'm like dwelling on that kind of like it's marinating. I hate because it's like y'all can't see me because I'm actually not like awkwardly pausing. I'm just deep in thought. That's really interesting because it's like when in my own life have I taken my focus off of Mm -hmm. Christ and then got caught up either being too scared to do something like Jonah had too much pride, but it was really fear of what the Ninevites thought of him or whoever it is then you mess around you in the belly of a whale so like what's better
0: you do the thing that you were scared to do and you're like whoa that was yeah. awesome i love that it made me feel so good like i was so revived by that and it's like why was i so scared to do that
1: that goes okay oh, pause though because that's interesting with laziness yeah you ever just like dude like the one task you're putting off you're like dang i should i like it's a whole ble- new day <laughs> yes. like i'm a new person you're like wow i put this off like i feel like i can walk on water mm-hmm. well, it's not well, walk on water <laughs> because peter drowned but anyways it's like wow i feel like this is like the this is crazy mm-hmm. that's maybe every well i guess so. i would say every single issue we face has the same root cause but it definitely does it's not mm-hmm. really groundbreaking it's just sin but yeah. yeah i feel like trust not trusting god's will is a sin. That you don't even know you're doing until you mm-hmm. don't do it
0: yeah or you trusting do. yourself
1: yeah because that's what society preaches. Sci- society, oh, my God, small little rant. I'm so sick of self-love, self-help. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of this lucky girl syndrome. I'm sick of all of it. I'm sorry to anyone who's listening. I'm going to tell you why I'm sick of it. And I, sometimes I'm like, oh, I go home and regret what I say on the podcast. I don't regret it. It's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it. I'm sick of people getting so, uh, not deceived, but so just wrapped up in self. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should see yourself how God sees you. Yes, you should see who Christ has created. But like you said, like don't want to distract you from your purpose, though. You're not baddie it girl just to be a it girl. Like you are okay. Go be that girl for the kingdom. Yeah. Like it goes again, Caitlin, What she said. Like when you die, no one cares how many likes you on Instagram. Yeah. No one is going to care anything that you did at all, really. So do you want to get to have and have no crown stored up? Because I'm just mm-hmm. like at this point, we really like society just really push this narrative of just like being self-love and self-care it's not selfish to take self-care no one just stop like please yeah. it's getting to the point where it's like we're taking so much self-care that we're not doing other care Like, we're not preaching the gospel we're not going out there we're not focused on things above yeah it's just the things below
0: um there's this person named Ali Beth Stuckey and she wrote a book about this but she was talking about how the scripture says to love your neighbor as yourself and we already love ourselves naturally like we're looking out for our best interest we want what's best for us so we have to do that for other people that doesn't come naturally looking out for their best interest and in, like dying to the flesh and that's such a struggle because obviously you don't want to hate yourself and you don't want to be like self-loathing um but to do everything for yourself is so draining yeah if you really think about it
1: and it's like I think manifestation is a big role in it mm-hmm. too. People yeah. are really like, you think that when something nice happens because you manifested it. How about something bad happens? Did you just like manifest? Yeah. Ne- I'm just, it doesn't make sense to me because it's like, as Christians, we know when bad things happen. This We know why in the scripture. We know it's this fallen nature, sin world. And we know that it's not always a reflection of us. The Bible says it reigns in the just as well as the unjust. We know that everything's working together for our glory. If you manifest something, what is like, what's the end goal? What does that mm-hmm. mean if you don't get what you want or you don't? whatever, like, I just don't understand this society is like, everything is just on your back. Like, doesn't, isn't that tiring? Yeah. You have to constantly, oh, I'm going to get this. A, And when you don't, you have to continue to chant it. Like, I'm just so confused as to how exhausting it may be. It must be to can live your whole life. Think every choice that you ever make, like, mm-hmm. is for your benefit or detriment instead of just having trust in Christ. Yeah. And then things outside of your control, you have to somehow control. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hater. I'm just genuinely curious of how exhausting it has to be. Yeah. It's like mentally break. Like,
0: there's a better way. There's a, there's a better way.
1: And I'm not saying life as a Christian is easy. Please, no. it's humbling, but it's at atle- But you're
0: not, you're no longer living for yourself. Yeah. And you know, you have a reward waiting for you.
1: In yeah. Heaven. And yeah. I can rest easy knowing that no matter what happens, fail the test or not, Christ loves me. Yeah. <laughs> the universe is and... not going to beat me down. <laughs> like God loves me. That being said, um, <laughs> sometimes I get to an, ex- like, an extreme, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, God loves me. Test doesn't matter. But like still. Still study. Still study. Talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Write that yeah. paper. I can't even lie. The semester's almost over, y'all. And you can yeah, tell. Yeah, it's crazy. You can tell looking at me because I'm done. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm mentally done. But. Anyways, that was great. Was that great. was feeling. Yeah, that was great. I was going to tell you something, but I think I'm going to keep it off the record. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> It'll be another podcast episode. Maybe. Yeah. It won't, but.
0: Yeah. Well, follow us on Nothing Even Matters Pod on mm-hmm. Instagram. Leave a review if you want. Um. Yeah. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. But that's it for this Send week. your
1: ideas of topics. Yeah. We'd love that. Yeah for sure audition to be a member <laughs> audition send us your best singing tape your best tap dancing routine and put a google form put it yes we'll put the google form in our bio what? send everything that you have your social security number your uncpid and then we'll vet you guys out yeah love Perfect. you all bye have a good one